This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And with temperatures expected to spike over the next few days, we wondered how Duke Energy handles the load of all of these air conditioners running to keep people cool. And with the added strain, could blackouts like what happened in December with the frigid temperatures reoccur, only this time with extreme heat? Dan, you're going in depth on that question. Ashley, that is right. We wanted to look at this kind of more big picture. Those Christmas blackouts, those were terrible. They happened because, well, because of a lot of different things, but ultimately because Duke had nowhere else to turn for help. It's one of the reasons that some lawmakers think our state may need some competition in the energy game, pushing for a $500,000 study to look at more options, and also why big companies and, and industry groups have pushed for the General Assembly to do a similar study. This is a, a story that we published uh, last week, and right now, as you know, as you see on your energy bill, Duke is the only energy game in town when it comes to electricity. So I've gone in-depth on this before, explaining how Duke Energy is a for-profit near-monopoly that's monitored by a government oversight committee. We've discussed the possibility of Duke doubling your rates while also racking up billions of dollars in annual net profits. You can find that coverage on WRAL.com. And today, I talked to Professor Jordan Kern at NC State, who's an expert on energy grids and issues surrounding them. I asked him, though, if more competition in our area would make blackouts like Christmas less likely. And he made some really interesting points. First, while markets with competition that have several different companies can easily trade electricity if one company is falling, uh, falling short in a situation, so can Duke. They can do that too. Even with their monopoly, they have relationships with other states and other providers. And over Christmas, they tried to do that. Here's how Duke spokesperson Jeff Brooks put it. There was no shortage of transmission pathways we could bring power in from out of state. It was simply a function that this was a, a storm that was impacting the entire East Coast and there was no power to import. So relationships, those weren't really a problem. But keep in mind, our blackouts here didn't happen only because of demand and severe weather. Duke also had equipment problems. They had software failures and poor forecasting. And Professor Kern told me that all of those things could theoretically be improved by more competition. For instance, uh, think of it this way. If company A ruins your Christmas because they have faulty software, meanwhile your neighbor with company B is lit up like the Griswolds, you might consider switching to company B in the future. But it's not that simple. It's even more complicated than that, as you could guess. Kern also pointed out, well, the obvious. When Duke needed more power, they didn't have it and had no safety net. And the best way to have a true safety net is to build one yourself, which would mean more infrastructure and higher bills for you. You see, when you get that bill from Duke, you're not just paying for the electricity that you use, you're also paying for the infrastructure that you rely on, the plants and the lines and the workers, etc. all that stuff. And according to our expert, traditionally, competition can actually stifle a company's willingness to expand. Right now, if Duke wants to grow and the plans to grow are approved by the Oversight Committee, the cost and more importantly, the risk falls onto you, the consumer, because you have no choice but to pay for it. But if you had a choice, 
the company then takes on more risk and treads a little bit more lightly when they grow traditionally. Let me know what you think about all of this. It is a very complicated topic, but it affects all of us and our bottom line, right? The money that you spend. Send me an email to dan at wrl.com. I can get your questions answered. We can discuss topics that often go untouched by the local news. Tell me what's on your mind, and we will go in depth.